Folks, what does everyone do when shopping online? Well, you jump to the reviews and you see what customers actually think. Well, Bull and Branch did the hard work for you. In a recent customer survey, 96% said Bull and Branch sheets get softer with every single wash. Bull and Branch sheets are made from the finest 100% organic cotton threads on planet Earth. Buttery to the touch, super breathable. Bull and Branch sheets are perfect for both cooler and warmer months. Their luxurious signature hem sheets were made without pesticides, formaldehyde, or other harsh chemicals. They really do get softer with every single wash. Best of all, Bull and Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping. Returns on all orders. You're not going to want to return them. We love our Bull & Branch product. In fact, when I'm on the road, I actually travel with their cable knit throw blanket. It is that good. Their product is just awesome. After a long day, nothing feels better than a restful night's sleep in the softest, most luxurious sheets. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bull & Branch. Get 15% off your very first order when you use code BEN at bullandbranch.com. That's Bull & Branch, spelled B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code BEN. Exclusions apply. See site for details, bullandbranch.com. Joe Biden holds an event at the White House celebrating the hilariously misnamed Inflation Reduction Act. The Dow Jones Industrial Average drops 1,200 points after inflation stats come in red hot and Democratic Senate candidates are struggling. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Do you like your web history being seen and sold to advertisers? No, me neither. Get ExpressVPN right now at expressvpn.com slash Ben. We'll get to all the news in just one moment first. As you know, inflation is at record highs because Joe Biden is a terrible president. And this means you are paying too much for literally everything, including your cell phone coverage. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, these guys already take too much of your money every month for way more data than you will ever need. And given the fact that you actually need to save money right now, that is a bad idea. So why not switch over to Pure Talk? Pure Talk gives you a myriad of choices so you can choose the data plan that's right for you, whether that's two gigs per month or an unlimited plan with a mobile hotspot. By switching to Pure Talk, the average family of four is saving over 75 bucks every single month. Customers are realizing they simply don't need as much data as they thought they did. Plus, PureTalk makes it easy to find the right plan for you and your family. They're a veteran-owned company with a customer service team based right here in the United States. They make the switch from your current provider incredibly easy. It's not going to take you more than 10 minutes. It is well worth the savings. Join the hundreds of thousands who are making the switch to PureTalk today. Plus, this month, when you switch to PureTalk, you get one month for free. I've been endorsing PureTalk for two years. They've never made an offer this big. Just go to puretalk.com, choose your plan, enter code Shapiro for this special offer. That's puretalk.com. Enter code Shapiro, get one month for free. PureTalk.com, code Shapiro to get started. So yesterday, the inflation statistics came in and they were red hot. The expectations by economists have been an 8.1% annualized inflation. Instead, they came in at 8.3%. The consumer price index had increased 8.3% over year over year. According to the Wall Street Journal, U.S. consumer prices overall rose more slowly in August from a year earlier, but increased sharply from the prior month after excluding volatile food and energy prices, showing inflation pressures remain strong and stubborn. The Labor Department on Tuesday reported its consumer price index rose 8.3% in August from the same month a year ago. That is down from 8.5% in July and 9.1% in June, which is the highest inflation rate in four decades. The CPI measures what consumers pay for goods and services. But again, all that means that we are still wildly inflated over last year, it does not mean that inflation is actually really reducing. It just means that it's reducing, it's increasing at a slower rate. So-called core CPI, which excludes energy and food prices, increased 6.3% in August from a year earlier, up markedly from the 5.9% rate in both June and July, a signal that broad price pressures actually strengthened. And so the, the only force that was militating against an even worse inflation number is the fact that gas prices have come down. Gas prices have come down because people are spending less on gas. Demand is starting to wane on gas. And so what that means is that all of the other forces that are boosting that number, 
the things that you really spend a lot of money on, things like your rent, things like your food, these things are incredibly expensive. On a monthly basis, the core CPI rose 0.6% in August. That is double July's pace. That's actually an increase in the inflation rate over July from core CPI. Investors and policymakers follow core inflation closely as a reflection of broad underlying inflation and as a predictor of future inflation. Jamie Cox, managing partner for Harris Financial Group, said in a statement, these data are hot and are a reflection of feed-through of higher energy prices from earlier this year. Inflation is a stubborn thing. U.S. stocks tumbled, bond yields jumped after the report showed the price pressures are proving to be more persistent than investors anticipated. That, of course, makes perfect sense. The stock market is saying this means that earnings are likely to drop and this means that prices are likely to drop. And they're starting to move toward bonds because, again, if the inflation rate is really hot, that means the interest rates are about to increase. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped nearly 1,300 points or 3.9% on Tuesday. The S&P 500 fell 4.3%, while the Nasdaq Composite slid 5.2%. The yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury note settled at 3.422%, according to TradeWeb. That is up from 3.297% just before the inflation data were released. Inflation has recently shown signs of easing for some goods and services, mainly gas. But the problem is prices for most goods and services remain much higher than one year earlier. On a monthly basis, prices rose more for items tracked by the CPI in August than in July, which is an escalating rate of inflation on pretty much everything except for gasoline. Food prices continued to climb sharply this past month. They rose 0.8% in August from July, as did those for new vehicles. Prices also rose last month for medical care, education, electricity, and natural gas. One key channel of inflation is rising housing costs. Those rose 0.7% in August from July. These costs account for nearly one-third of the overall CPI. Once housing costs start to rise, that momentum tends to persist. And a lot of that, of course, is increase in rent because as those interest rates increase and as mortgage rates increase, people are not buying homes, which means they still need a place to live. And the place that they are choosing to live is in rental apartments, for example. This is generating extraordinary pressure on American households. The inflation debate seemed to have sort of waned over the course of the last couple of months as the media dramatically tried to refocus on things like climate change and Trump. And you can see it reflected in the polls as Republicans started to decline in the generic congressional ballot and Democrats began to increase in the generic congressional ballot. Well, inflation is now top of the ticket again, and it's going to get worse for Democrats before the election, not better, especially considering the way that the Biden administration has chosen to actually fend off allegations that they have fostered inflation. They're not saying, well, you know what, guys, we are going to get this under control. And the way we're going to get this under control is we are going to push for an increase in the interest rates. We're going to become more fiscally responsible. We're going to stop blowing money into the economy. We're going to stop wasting all of your taxpayer dollars on random nonsense. Instead, they've basically gone out there and they've started telling everybody that it's all in their mind. That if you are paying 13% more for food this year than you were last year, which is pretty much what you're paying, if you are doing, if that's what you're feeling, you are feeling wrong. It's economic cognitive behavioral therapy. You are upset about the economy. You're spending on a monthly basis hundreds of dollars more than you were just a year ago. And um, it's really all in your head, right? You're looking at your checkbook and you're thinking, no, those are numbers. You're wrong. wrong. Those are not numbers. That is all imaginary because Joe Biden tells you so. According to the Wall Street Journal, Inflation infighting is, is happening now within households because food prices are up. The consumer price index was up 8.3% year over year in August, according to the Labor Department. And uh, various couples have been making sacrifices to cope. They're changing how they shop, specifically because of all of this. And this is causing household fights. Again, these are real, when you talk about kitchen table issues, there's no thing, uh, like literally, there's nothing that is more kitchen table issue than how much your food costs. And it's not just food, by the way. Electricity and some heating costs are rising as well right now. According to the Wall Street Journal, U.S. consumers are getting a reprieve from high gas prices, but a jump in electricity and natural gas costs are increasing their energy bills as winter approaches. 
Gas prices have dropped about 26% since June, helping to bring the U.S. Consumer Price Index for energy in August down 5% from July, a second consecutive monthly decline, according to the Labor Department data. But other energy costs are rising, offsetting relief at the pump. The index for electricity in August climbed 15.8% year over year. That is the biggest such 12-month increase since 1981. So basically, all the savings that you are seeing on gas are now being eaten up by your electric and heating bill, which is a serious problem for most Americans. Also worth noting, one of the ways Joe Biden sought to lower the gas price at the pump is that he released hundreds of millions of barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, putting it at its lowest level in decades. Well, now he is seeking to buy back a bunch of oil to restock the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We'll get to more on this in just one moment. First, using the internet without ExpressVPN, well, it's like forgetting to mute yourself on a Zoom meeting and having everyone hear your side conversation with your coworker. Not that that's ever happened to me, but you know, it's bad. Well, internet service providers track every single website you visit, which is also bad. They sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who then use it to target you with their ad programs. ExpressVPN reroutes your network data through a secure encrypted tunnel so your internet provider can't see or sell your online activity. It sounds complicated, but ExpressVPN is actually really easy to use. Just fire up that app, click one button. One subscription works on all your devices like phones, laptops, even routers, so everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected as well. Here at Daily Wire, we're proud to have ExpressVPN as our top privacy partner because we believe everyone should be able to protect themselves from big tech's prying eyes. Protect your online privacy by visiting expressvpn.com slash Ben today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Ben. Get an extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Ben. That's the service I use. You should do the same. Expressvpn.com slash Ben to get an extra three months for free. Meanwhile, in terms of overall income, according to the Wall Street Journal, Americans as a whole have experienced two years in a row of flat or declining household income, according to new government data, reflecting the pandemic's lingering economic pain as inflation is also taking the largest bite out of pocketbooks in four decades. In its annual assessment of the nation's financial well-being, the Census Bureau said median household income of about $70,800 in 2021 was not statistically different in a real way from inflation-adjusted 2020 estimate of about $71,200. It's actually been a minor decline. The lack of any real growth for 2021 follows a decrease in incomes recorded in 2020. And this year, too, wages are being outpaced by inflation. The road ahead for the U.S. economy remains uncertain, with the Federal Reserve aggressively raising interest rates while trying not to trigger a recession. But it's not going to happen. They're going to have to ramp up the interest rates to dramatic rates in order to cramp the the incipient inflation bubble that, that is now eating up pretty much everybody's wage increases. By the way, banks are seeing people withdraw money specifically because they need the money. Deposits at U.S. banks, according to the journal, fell by a record $370 billion in the second quarter. That is the first decline since 2018. Basically, the money pushed a bunch of money. Basically, the government pushed a bunch of money, a bunch of cash into people's pockets. And now people are withdrawing it at extraordinary rates in order to pay off these inflationary bills. Deposits fell to $19.563 trillion as of June 30th. That is down from $19.932 trillion in March, according to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. The outflow in the quarter is not a problem for banks. They're sitting on more deposits than they want. But it does show that people are beginning to withdraw extraordinary amounts of money from the banks right now. And as the government attempts to rein in the amount of inflation, when people are withdrawing a lot of money from the bank and they're spending it, that is not going to rein in the inflation. That means probably more spending, which means presumably higher prices. We now have a price wage spiral, for example. The federal deficit, by the way, widened to $220 billion in August as well. According to the Wall Street Journal, the federal government ran a deficit of $220 billion in August, a shortfall that widened compared with the year before as spending grew faster than revenue collection last month. The government spent $523 billion last month alone, which is unbelievable. 
The amounts of money that we spend in this country are just insane. An $84 billion increase that largely reflected calendar differences in how payments were distributed in August 2021. Government revenues were $304 billion, a $35 billion increase. So we spent $220 billion more than we took in last month. But don't worry, Joe Biden is fiscally responsible, guys. Which, of course, is why the stock market suffered the worst day that it has since literally the middle of the pandemic in June of 2020. Now, serious economists, you know, people who are not you know, spending their days with their head directly up Joe Biden's rectum, serious economists are looking at this and they are saying, okay, this is a serious now institutionalized problem with the American economy, and this is not going to end without significant pain. Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary and National Economic Council Director, who, of course, worked under Bill Clinton and was warning about inflation from the very beginning. And he is out there saying that the United States still has a serious inflation problem. He said, core inflation is higher this month than for the quarter, higher this quarter than last quarter, higher this half of the year than the previous one, and higher last year than the previous one. He also said that median inflation rose to its highest ever reading. Indeed, median inflation rose from 6.3% in July 2022 to 6.7% in August of 2022. So the, the simple fact is, Summer said that the odds of inflation falling to 2%, which is what the Federal Reserve typically targets, without unemployment spiking above 4.5% is highly implausible. He says that you're going to have to raise the interest rates above 4% generally. He said 4% is not going to do it. I've been saying this for a while that the total interest rates set by the Federal Reserve are going to have to be more like 5 or 6% to get inflation anywhere near under control. So again, this is, this is Joe Biden's fault. This is the Federal Reserve's fault. They've done a terrible job. So the strategy from the Biden administration is to tell you that if you notice you're crazy, they're really going to try and gaslight you on this thing. They're going to try to, to pretend that everything is fine. So Joe Biden tweeted out, Today's data show progress in fighting inflation this month. Prices overall were essentially flat. Gas prices were down. Wages were up. That's good news for American families. My plan is showing we can lower costs, create jobs, bring manufacturing back to America. Um, what now? What? Really? Did, did yesterday's data show progress in fighting inflation considering the rapidly increasing price of food and energy? And energy aside from gasoline, the rapidly increasing price of rent? Really, is that the progress that he says? Prices overall were essentially flat, which is another way of saying that we still have a hotly inflated economy. And wages were up, but uh, they're getting eaten by inflation. So if you are making more money from your job, but then everything costs a lot more, that doesn't mean anything. In order for wages to truly be up, they have to outpace inflation. So, Joe, But this is the entire Biden administration strategy. They're just going to try to pretend everything is fine. All righty, so Larry Summers properly summing up the fact that inflation is not going away anytime soon. Do you remember the time when you weren't paying as much for stuff? Well, it's probably in your box of memories out in your garage now. It's been a while. This is why you need to go and uncover those memories and preserve them forever with Legacy Box. Legacy Box makes reclaiming your most cherished memories incredibly easy. Send in your Legacy Box filled with aging VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, film, photos, you know, all the stuff that you can't access because you still have a VCR. Their team will send everything back on a thumb drive, DVD, or in the cloud preserving your memories forever. Did you know that magnetic tape, like the stuff used in VHS and camcorder, that stuff degrades after like 10 or 20 years? That's only if it is stored in optimal conditions. It has not been stored in optimal conditions. You put it in your garage and now the bugs are eating it. So why not actually save all that old footage? And now you can access it anytime. Plus for a limited time, Legacy Box is running a $9 videotape sale regularly 
Cost 27 to 30 bucks for that. There's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Legacy Box digitizes 19 different types of consumer media from VHS to camcorder tapes. Each kit includes everything you need to safely pack and send your records. I've done this for my own family. I've done this for my parents. It is an amazing gift, by the way. Your memories are meant to be relived, not chewed up by the VCR or worn away with time. Convert your tapes to digital so you can take them anywhere safely and for a limited time. You can get started for just nine bucks a tape. At that special price, there has never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Visit LegacyBox.com Shapiro. Shop their $9 tape sale. That's LegacyBox.com Shapiro to unlock this special offer. So Corinne Jean-Pierre, the extraordinarily untalented White House press secretary, she yesterday was saying, she said, you know, we're seeing moderation in prices. Don't you see the good news here, guys? Look at the good news. There's so much good news. Pay attention to the good news. There's no good news. This month, we saw some welcome moderation in the price uh, increases uh, for food at the grocery store. It's moderating, uh, which is important. And real wages are going up again Mm -hmm, uh, for mm -hmm. the second month in a row, giving hard families, hardworking families, just a little bit of of breathing room that you hear the president say. Oh, is that the, are you feeling the breathing room? Feel the breathing room, guys. Sure, the prices continue to spike, but feel that breathing room. Okay, so uh, then she was asked, you know, you did pass the Inflation Reduction Act, and it seems like inflation is not being reduced. Not only did you pass the Inflation Reduction Act, yesterday, the White House held a big celebratory event for the Inflation Reduction Act, which led to some extraordinary contrast between Joe Biden speaking on screen about the Inflation Reduction Act, and then in the bottom of the screen, the stock market numbers, the ticker going down 1,200 points. It was really, really not a very good screen cap for the Biden administration. So Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about the Inflation Reduction Act, and she's like, well, you know, Sure, it doesn't inf- it reduce inflation right now, but it will in the, in the future. And it, it, it's about climate change. And, 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 and they got nothing. What exactly would the Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation in the short term? So I, I, when you look at um, the lowering costs in particular uh, for, uh, for Americans, I think that's important when you think about how inflation uh, has uh, has increased uh, costs uh, for American Americans. If you think about the $100, uh, uh, saving about $100 per year on on premiums with ACA, uh, when you think about um, lowering costs for our seniors, capping that at 2000 a year instead of thousands and thousands of dollars a month, that lowering of, of cost uh, as we uh, as we deal with a time uh, that is uh, difficult for many many Americans. Yeah, you feeling secure now? You feeling secure with these people in charge? Okay, so all of this was in the midst of a day in which Joe Biden was celebrating with his friends in the Democratic Party about passing a $1 trillion green energy boondoggle that is going to be a sop to a bunch of cylindra-like companies. And the the level of -of out-of-touchness of this White House really is quite amazing. You have to understand that most of the people who staff places in Washington, D.C., these are not people you know, the, the higher level staffers, the people who write these bills, these are not people who are deeply worried about the price of groceries because they, they don't exist in that world. The journalistic establishment does not exist in the world where the price of groceries is like a major obstacle to their way of life. They're not living the lives of blue collar workers in Ohio, for example. I get it. I don't live that life either. The difference is I know blue collar workers in Ohio and nobody in journalism or apparently in the Democratic administration has ever met anybody who's a blue collar worker in Ohio. So their way of celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act is they they took out of storage James Taylor. James, you remember like the the kind of folk rock singer from the 1960s? So they, they dredged him up from a crypt somewhere and they brought him forth to sing Fire and Rain, which by the way, is a depressing song about suicide. So I guess it's appropriate. Also, this song was written in 19, it's a great song. It was written in 1968. Ironically, the year when another massive spending president who believed himself to be a world-changing figure 
had to withdraw from a presidential race because he was so wildly unpopular and was leading the American economy into a roadside ditch. So I guess there is some sort of appropriateness to James Taylor. He, He literally came out and sang fire and rain at the Inflation Reduction Act celebration ceremony. Here we go. I have seen fire. Such boomer stuff, man. It's a great song, but um, what? I've seen lonely times and I could not find friends. But I always thought. I mean, listen. I guess at this point, I should just be pleased that, that Joe Biden didn't call forth Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B to rap about their vaginas in celebration of the Inflation Reduction Act in in pursuit of equity or something. I mean, I, I guess at least I should be happy about that, right? I mean, at least it's James Taylor whose music is actually listenable. So hey, be grateful, America. So then all of the politicians came forth to pay homage to the amazingness of Joe Biden. It, this part is really funny. So Joe Biden, First of all, even if you like the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the most misnamed act in human history, they're literally celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act as inflation stats come in at 8.3% and food comes in at 13%. It, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm trying to think of an act that has been more misnamed than the Inflation Reduction Act in, in history. You know, there was a, a pact in the 1920s to end all war. And it was like right before the outbreak of World War II. That one was bad. This one, the, the naming of this act though, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is what if we pour $1 trillion into the economy in the middle of an inflationary spiral to stop inflation? Um, and then we'll celebrate it on the White House lawn as the stock market plunges 1,200 points thanks to our inflationary, our inflationary pursuits. That's pretty amazing. One of the other things that's amazing here is even if you like the Inflation Reduction Act for, for no apparent reason, you're, you're, you're hit on the head with a frying pan when you were a child or something. If you love the Inflation Reduction Act, it's just your favorite. Would you credit Joe Biden with that? Joe Biden went to sleep in Delaware and when he woke up, they'd passed it. It had nothing to do with Joe Biden. It was Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin and Nancy Pelosi who hammered that thing out. Meanwhile, Joe Biden was being, was being comatose in a basement in Rehoboth Beach. It's amazing. So here, so Chuck Schumer comes forward to talk about how Joe Biden is a great leader. He's a great leader, guys. He's so great at the leading. Joe Biden can't lead himself to the bathroom. Here is is Chuck Schumer. He has restored dignity, respect, and a sense of action back to the Oval Office. Talking about the same guy? So thank you, President Biden, for your incredible leadership. Americans are seeing what it looks like to have a president and a Congress that's focused on delivering results to make their lives better. Oh, we will find that out in 2022, will we not? Whether Americans really, really like what you guys have been doing. He's like, Joe Biden is an amazing leader. And meanwhile, Joe Biden's walking into walls over here. Like, Joe, Joe, no, not that, not that way, not that way. You got Joe Biden and the Easter Bunny pulling him away. Schumer then, of course, as, as a unifying figure, he says, MAGA Republicans divide us, but Joe Biden brings us back together. You know, this, this obnoxious nonsense about how anyone who opposes your agenda is an extremist who is a threat to domestic security is really scary. It really is. Remember, they have not defined MAGA Republicans. This is it. This is a celebration for the passage of a fully partisan act. There was not one Senate vote by the Republicans, including people like Mitt Romney and Susan Collins, in favor of this so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Not one. And what he's saying is if you didn't vote for it, you are a MAGA Republican extremist who wants to end democracy. Here we go. With the challenges we face, not a single Republican joined us to make these new investments and new jobs possible. Not one. That's the difference between the two parties in a nutshell. 
while MAGA Republicans are fixated on their extremist agenda like a national abortion ban, Democrats are focused on creating jobs, lowering costs, and bringing the country together. This is such unbelievable gaslighting. I mean, what, what, what Chuck Schumer says right there is such unreal gaslighting. It's truly amazing. So Chuck Schumer, that is a dude who makes you want to go to sleep. And when I say sleep, you know what I'm going to say next. Helix sleep. That's right. You need a mattress that is going to make sure that you get the night's sleep you deserve because it's made just for you. I've had my Helix sleep mattress for years at this point. My parents have a Helix sleep mattress. Two of my sisters have Helix sleep mattresses. You should get one for yourself. All these mattresses are different, by the way, because we all sleep differently. Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. They've got soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattresses great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. If you're nervous about buying a mattress online, you don't have to be. Helix has a sleep quiz that matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress because why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? I took that Helix quiz. I was matched with a firm but breathable mattress model. I tend to have back pain if the mattress is too soft and I tend to heat up at night. So Helix gave me precisely the mattress that I need. If you're looking for a mattress made just for you, head on over to helixsleep.com slash Ben, take their two-minute sleep quiz and find the perfect mattress type for your body and sleep type as well. Helix has a 10-year warranty. You have to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll pick it up for you if you don't love it, but I'm not sure this has ever happened. For a limited time, Helix is offering up to 350 bucks off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. It's their best offer yet. Hurry on over to helixsleep.com slash Ben. Okay, so understand, he just claimed that if you did not support this Garbage Inflation Reduction Act, you're Mitt Romney, you're Susan Collins, you didn't support it. Lisa Murkowski did not support it. If you didn't support it, you are a MAGA extremist. We now know that MAGA extremist means that you are a domestic terrorist who wishes to overthrow the country, according to Joe Biden. But Joe Biden is bringing us back together and reducing inflation and bringing back jobs. Oh, is that is that all the things that, that they're doing? Okay, so Nancy Pelosi was also brought out of mothballs here. It, it our leadership class, just as a general observation, and this is true across the board, when your entire leadership class in a country is geriatric, this demonstrates a complete lack of forward progress in a country. It is a serious issue. If the entire leadership class of your country is a bunch of 80-year-olds, that, that does not speak well of the future of your country. It just doesn't. Okay, when it's Nancy Pelosi, who is in excess of 80, and when it is Joe Biden, who's 80, and when it is Chuck Schumer, who is, I believe, 71 on one side of the aisle. And then on the other side of the aisle, your leading presidential candidate is also approaching 80, right? Donald Trump is also approaching 80 at this point. And Mitch McConnell is similarly an elderly person. McConnell's age right now is 80. Like this does not speak of, of, a, of an American political system that is, that is thriving here. Anyway, Nancy Pelosi is brought forth, dentures are clacking, to explain that the Inflation Reduction Act is bringing down the cost of kitchen table items. There's great irony to the fact that no one can afford to put anything on their kitchen table at the moment that she is discussing how she's bringing down costs. And then she has to beg people for applause, which is always great. You remember when Jeb Bush had to ask people to applaud and it became a meme? So now Nancy Pelosi's doing the same thing. Inflation Reduction Act, so beautifully named for all that it does. So beautifully named. As the name suggests, this landmark law is cutting costs and inflation fighting and driving down costs for kitchen table items for America's working families. Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all, for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. Glorious. Wow. I, that's an applause line. 
<laughs> That's an applause line. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Your glorious leadership has made this day pop. People are like, who is she talking about? She's talking about Joe Biden. And she's like, that's an applause. I'm like, ah, <laughs> we love. It's, a, it's the most greatly named act of all, the Inflation Reduction Act. It's like every other Democratic Act. That's the Equality Act, which is really just about enforcing LGBTQ agenda items. Or it's the Voting Rights Act, which is really just about changing voting procedure to make it easier to vote illegally. Like it, whatever the, whenever a party names an act, you can assume that the name of the act is not actually what is in the act. The only difference is that what the media do is the media routinely call things by what the Democrats wish them to be called. And if Republicans have an act, then the Democrats just make up a name for the act and then the entire media call it by what the Democrats want it to be called. It's always what the Democrats want it to be called. If it's the Inflation Reduction Act, we don't call it the Green Boondoggle Act of 2022, which is what it is. We call it the Inflation Reduction Act. If Florida passes a law saying that you should not teach sexual orientation and gender identity to five-year-olds, then the media immediately start calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill, right? And this, this is what they do because the Democrats are calling it that, which demonstrates, again, the complete merger between the Democratic Party and the media. We'll get to more on this in just a moment. First, we're experiencing a lot of global instability as we plunge into primary season. How are you protecting your family in the middle of all of this chaos? The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, war, political and economic upheaval dating back to ancient times. That, of course, is gold. It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold and Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold can help you create a well-thought-out and balanced investment strategy. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold without paying a penny out of pocket. Diversify into gold today. Just text Ben to 989898 for a free info kit. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to check out Birch Gold today. Text Ben to 989898. Claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold the way that I did. Diversification is always a smart business strategy, particularly in really tenuous times. This is a tenuous time. You should check out my friends over at Birch Gold. Text Ben to 989898. Get in touch with them today. Ask all your questions. Text Ben to 989898 to get started with Birch Gold. Okay, so finally, we get to triumphal Joe Biden. Triumphal Joe Biden is uh, one of the worst forms of Joe. He's wearing his aviators. This is how you know that he's triumphant. When Joe Biden wears, we have been reliably informed that when Joe Biden wears aviators, it's not because he is um, suffering from astigmatism. Uh, it is because he actually is um, is triumphant. So triumphant Joe Biden trying to, I don't know, bluster his way through eating mashed potatoes here, talking about how, how it wasn't easy to pass, but we did it. I, I do love that it wasn't easy to pass. You mean with entirely Democrats? We, like, literally, it was just Democrats. No one else voted for this thing. Here is Joe Biden. Let's be honest. <sighs> Passing this law wasn't easy. It wasn't. I proposed it as soon as I got here, basically. And I've said that day that I determined, I was determined. I was determined and Republicans. Determined. And I've done that. In fact, I think it's fair to say we've achieved more bipartisan agreement in these nearly two years in my presidency than anyone thought was even remotely possible when I entered office. That's not true. <laughs> Actually, what happened is that you kept pushing forward radical proposals. And even Mitt Romney, I say again, Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, these are people who voted for the Infrastructure Act. That's the only thing that was done on a real bipartisan basis under Joe Biden. The Inflation Reduction Act was not bipartisan. The quote unquote American Prosperity Plan was not bipartisan. Bill Back Better died because you couldn't even get your own Democrats on board. He's been a, a, a hack partisan president Throughout his presidency, he came in and the idea was he was going to restore normalcy and do a bunch of things that people could agree on. And then he did precisely the opposite and then said that you're a terrorist. This has been the agenda of the Biden administration. It really is an amazing thing. And then he's, the gaslighting continues, right? So this was the part that was really funny. If you actually watched 
this speech on, for example, Fox News, you would see underneath the stock ticker. And it was very awkward because as he was talking about how the American people were winning and how fiscally responsible he was, you could just see the stock ticker going. So here's Joe Biden talking about how the American people won. Weird because they don't feel like they won here. Exactly four weeks ago today, I signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law. A single most important legislation passed in the Congress to combat inflation and one of the most significant laws in our nation's history, in my view. I said it then, and I'll keep saying it. With this law, the American people won and special interests lost. lost. Say it again. The American oh. people won and special interests lost. I'll say it again. The American people won and ostriches can fly. Is it, it, what an amazing president he is. The special interests lost by being handed a trillion dollars in subsidies. That's how they lost. I don't know what losing feels like to you, but uh, typically when the government tries to give me billions of dollars to waste on inefficient green energy projects, that doesn't feel so much like losing to me. It just, it doesn't. And then he continues. He said, when Joe Biden pretends that he is fiscally responsible, Joe Biden pretending that he is fiscally responsible is like O.J. Simpson saying that he is excellent with women. Like, I'm sorry. No, sir. You are not. <laughs> no, you're spending more money than any president in human history, more than any person in human history has ever spent on anything you're spending. And then you're declaring that you are fiscally responsible. What in the action? It's like Ted Kennedy declaring that when it comes to alcohol, he's a responsible human being. You know, I, I just occasionally drive off bridges. You know, and then it happens. What, what? Here's Joe Biden. The gaslighting is so strong. He's, he's just lying to your face and then hoping that because you hate Donald Trump and orange man bad, that you're going to pretend that he's not the president and he's not presiding over an inflationary spiral we haven't seen since before I was born. Here we go. For this fiscal year, a trillion five hundred billion dollar reduction in the deficit. So I don't want to hear it anymore about big spending Democrats. We spend, but we pay. You Ladies have never. What? 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 Literally the only Democratic president who attempted to balance budgets at all was Bill Clinton. Joe Biden says that, that you pay for what you spend. In what world is that true? In what world is that remotely true? He's saying that he, he keeps saying this lie, which is that he's reducing the deficit. Again, if I spend $200 on my credit card bill this month and I spend $100 on my credit card bill last month, that's not reducing my total debt. If you call that reducing the deficit because I spent less, less this month than I did last month, that is so unbelievably dishonest to claim that now you're fiscally responsible because you're spending a little bit less in the red than you were last month. You're not on a pathway to zero, my friend. He's not even pretending he's on a pathway to zero here. It's, it's incredible. And then he takes credit for bringing down gas prices. So let's just get this straight. When gas prices go up, that's Vladimir Putin's fault. When gas prices come down, that's Joe Biden's credit. Amazing unfalsifiability here. here is, but, you know, the, the aviators say that he's, he's on a roll here, guys. He's really on a roll. And guess what? For all the criticism I got and the help you gave me for gas prices, bringing <laughs> they're down more than a dollar and 30 cents uh, a gallon. Leaning in, Since the start hair. of the summer. We're making progress. I, I do enjoy when he leans into the microphone. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Love that move from the president of the United States. By the way, uh, just, just going to note here that um, the U.S. national debt is now up to $31 trillion. 
31 trillion. And that's not counting all of the unfunded liabilities that we have. So yeah, he's doing great. He's doing great. And also when he says he brought down gas prices, again, I would just like to point out that gas prices right now are on average in the United States, something like, I'm looking at the, the AAA number right now, about three bucks and 70 cents. When he took office, a little over two bucks. So yeah, he's, he's been doing an amazing job, guys. Don't you feel it? Don't you feel great? And then, of course, we, we end with Joe Biden in his aviator glasses rambling incoherently as they bring him back to the break room and plop him down on that gurney and wheel him away. Here is Joe Biden. We just have to remember who we are. We are the United States oh, not this of America. Again. There is nothing, nothing, nothing we've ever set our mind to. I'm so mad. Really? We've not, we not been able to accomplish. Nothing beyond our capacity. And to just remember who we are. We stand together. There's nothing beyond our capacity. May God bless you all and may God protect our troops. United States, nothing beyond. We are who we are, when we are. When are we? <laughs> Guys, it's going amazing. It's just going amazing. And by the way, uh, I hope that you're looking forward to more price spikes, considering that the White House is currently trying to figure out how to ship freight around the country because the railroad unions are taking advantage of this administration. According to the Wall Street Journal, the White House is assessing how other transportation providers could fill potential gaps in the nation's freight network as labor unions and railroads continue contract talks to avert a potential labor stoppage this week. Senior administration officials are communicating with ocean shipping, trucking, and air freight companies, among others, to determine how to keep goods moving. Oh, ocean shipping. Have we had any problems with that in the recent past? You know, like with supply chains and the inability to get stuff off the docks at the ports. Have we had any problems? Maybe we should talk to the transportation secretary. Or is he too busy on paternity leave still? What does he do for a living exactly? I mean, listen, I understand that he was mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and also is gay, but at some point he should actually do his job. It's unbelievable. We're in the middle of an inflationary spiral and the labor unions are like, oh, we got a sucker in the White House. Let's do this thing. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said, we've made crystal clear to the interested parties the harm that American families, businesses, and communities would experience if they were not to reach a resolution. So basically, they're now going to the labor unions and like, guys, we need you to come to the table. Otherwise, Republicans are going to win. That's basically their final pitch here. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh is planning to meet with union and rail company representatives on Wednesday in Washington, D.C. Several railroads have already halted transports of hazardous materials, have said they would place embargoes on non-hazardous cargo as well. Norfolk Southern Corporation said in a bulletin to customers, it plans to close all gates to intermodal traffic on Wednesday at noon local time. Such shipments, where railroads carry shipping containers and truck trailers, are often used by large retailers and consumer products companies. The railroad said they're limiting shipments to avoid stranding hazardous or sensitive materials in case of a strike. So again, well, just excellent, well-done stuff here from the Biden administration, which has fomented the greatest hopes of all of the unions everywhere. When the gaslighting is so strong that Stephanie Rule over at MSNBC is like, guys, you're gaslighting us, you know how bad things are. So here's MSNBC's Stephanie Rule having the capacity to recognize some level of reality. As far as inflation, the thought that things are going to go down quickly, it ain't happening. You said it. Rent is high. Healthcare costs are high. Energy costs are high. And we talk about inflation as it relates to going to the grocery store. And for you and me, every time we go in there to get our milks, egg, butter, cereal, everything is still very expensive. So for families, the everyday things we're buying still cost a lot, despite the fact that the Fed has made moves to raise rates. So Joe Biden has a habit. When things get bad, he just leaves town. So yesterday, he did. He ran away. Yesterday, he was just like, you know what? I'm not going to be in Washington, D.C. I got to get out of here. Get me, get me to Delaware, Joe. Please, please get me. Get me home, home. We'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, a child's life is molded 
by his or her home, school, friends, community. A positive experience in all these areas helps build a healthy child. Cars for Kids, that's Cars with a K, is a registered nonprofit organization aimed at giving children the tools to succeed in life. If you have a car that's just sitting in your driveway, taking up space, you should consider donating it to Cars for Kids. You know Cars for Kids. They've got that jingle, right? The one eight seven seven cars for kids K-A-R-S. You know it. If you're tired of looking at that old car in your driveway or hearing your spouse complain about it, why not let Cars for Kids take care of it for you? Here's how it works. Visit their website at carsforkids.org slash Ben. Let them take care of it from there. The whole process only takes two minutes. Cars for Kids will schedule a pickup at a time that's convenient for you. If you don't have a car, you can still help. Cars for Kids accepts non-cash donations of school supplies, clothing, sports equipment, and more. So what exactly are you waiting for? Call now or visit carsforkids.org slash Ben to get the ball rolling today. That's Cars with a K, the number four, at carsforkids.org slash Ben. That's carsforkids.org slash Ben. So as many of you know, Candace Owens was out on maternity leave. Now she is back. We are unleashing the power of Candace five days a week in her new Daily Wire Plus show, Candace Owens. It's already climbing all of the charts. You need to give it a listen. You're not going to want to miss her explosive first episode. It premiered this week. New episodes are available every day at 3 p.m. Eastern on Daily Wire Plus. Trust me when I say this is going to be huge. Watch Candace Owens' show right now on Daily Wire Plus or listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So you know, Joe Biden, he, uh, he had to get out of town. Because it turns out that um, he's really crappy at his job. And when people notice him, it's bad for the Democrats. So all the Democrats are like, Joe, could you leave? And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back and uh, I've been stocking up on, on Matlocks. The VHS. I don't, I don't use, what is this TiVo? I still haven't, I don't any tapes. And we have like a stack and we got some backup as well. So he went back to Delaware. What was his excuse? By the way, um, Captain Climate Change over here, who just spent a trillion dollars on fighting climate change, gassed up Air Force One and went to Delaware to get, get ready for this, to vote. He went back to Delaware to vote in a primary that has no major races in it. You wouldn't do this. You wouldn't even leave work for this, probably. But Joe Biden had to leave the White House to fly. To, now, why didn't he just get an absentee ballot? No one knows. According to Bloomberg, the White House didn't publicly announce the trip until just before he left because because what happened is they didn't plan it. Right? They didn't know they were going to Delaware. Joe Biden was like, I, I want to I go there and I want to leave. And they're like, okay, gas up that jet and let's go. Asked before boarding his plane why he was traveling to his home state on short notice, the president answered to vote. He did not answer when asked why he hadn't simply requested and returned an absentee ballot. Delaware also offered in-person early voting on Saturday when Biden was in Delaware. So either the man has short-term memory loss or he's just trying to get out of town. Instead, Biden employed two motorcades, local police protection, and the Boeing 757 version of Air Force One to vote in an election with no high-profile races on the ballot. I'm going to go with he just wanted to leave town, okay? I really don't think. He was like, I need to vote for the dog catcher in Wilmington. It's, it's very, very impamity. Very impamity. Former President Obama, by the way, cast absentee ballots in 2010 and 2014. And Donald Trump was like, I'm not voting in the 2018 primary. Screw it, man. I don't care. <laughs> Which, I, frankly, I think may be the proper response in single-party states like Delaware and New York. So th there is Captain Climate Change, who is blowing the carbon emissions out the back of that jet like nobody's business, doing more to fly back to Wilmington, Delaware, in order to vote in a useless primary in Delaware, spending more on carbon emissions than the entire continent of Africa does in a day, probably. Meanwhile, in the Senate, you can see Democratic Senate candidates running headlong away from Joe Biden. And as I've been saying for literally months, when the focus is on Joe Biden, Democrats are in serious, serious trouble. So Mark Kelly, who's running a Senate race right now against Blake Masters, in most of the polls, he's up somewhere between five and seven points. But if people realize that Mark Kelly actually just votes with Joe Biden all the time, it's not great for Mark Kelly. So Mark Kelly was asked a pretty simple question. 
is Joe Biden doing a good job? And he's like, if anybody comes to Arizona, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to show them, you know, what do we what do we need from the federal government? How do we solve these problems? And so if he came out here, held an event, uh, you'd, you'd attend that event. Oh, you'd I, like that. You'd I like certainly, that. I would certainly consider it. Consider is not. I would, well, I would look at it. Yeah, I yeah mean, sure. I mean, I, mean I, I could be in Washington, you know, voting on important legislation. I mean, that's that's. That's it's a possibility, but if you were free, you'd gladly go and. Well, it, and it would and depend on what the event was, where it yeah. was, <laughs> and you know what's you know what's what's the goal. But if the president wanted to come out here and 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 see Arizona, you know, I'd welcome him to do that. <laughs> Not good, gang. Woo! That is that is it. If he's like if if Joe Biden happens to be in the Western United States, I would um I'd be I'd be happy to wave at him. Like, <laughs> These people want so far away from Joe Biden. They, they want away from Joe Biden like Tara Reid wanted away from Joe Biden. I mean, the, the, his own senators are like, can we keep Joe Biden far away? Meanwhile, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are like, he's a great leader. He's such a great leader. He's so great. And meanwhile, the Democrats are like backing away. Like, how, how far can they move so that they're not in a camera frame with Joe Biden? Joe, can you go back to Delaware and vote in the local primary, <laughs> Joe? And meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, as I have been predicting, that Pennsylvania Senate race is becoming a lot closer. The Pennsylvania Senate race right now is a five-point race in the head-to-head. This is CBS News polling. Fetterman leads Dr. Oz 52 to 47. A lot of this is based on the idea that John Fetterman is authentic. Now, Dr. Oz is not going to be considered authentic by the Pennsylvania population. It's just not possible to overcome the kind of numbers he has there. And right now, what the polls show is that Pennsylvanians think that Dr. Oz says what he really believes. Only 29% of Pennsylvanians believe that, 71% say that he's just saying what he thinks voters want to hear, Dr. Oz. Now, first of all, this is always a dumb question because the answer is if you're a politician, almost always you're saying what voters want to hear. That's literally your job. Okay, but that poll also shows 57% of Pennsylvania voters think that John Fetterman says what he really believes. Well, the problem is he doesn't have like a lot of thoughts that Pennsylvanians agree with. And also, as it turns out, he is a massive hypocrite. So remember that time he was ripping on uh, Dr. Oz for having multiple properties? Oops, according to the UK Daily Mail, a watchdog group is filing a complaint Again, asking the Senate Ethics Committee to investigate why Pennsylvania Democrat John Fetterman did not disclose eight real estate assets on his most recent personal finance disclosure. The total value of the properties he left off his disclosure form was $108,000. All eight of the properties were in Braddock, Pennsylvania, Fetterman's hometown where he served as mayor. His name is listed as owner on all of them on the Allegheny County website. Most of the properties appear to be empty lots worth between ten dollars and $20,000 that surround Fetterman's home. One was a building structure worth over forty grand. But Fetterman did not list a single real estate asset on his most recent July 29th disclosure. His team says he didn't have to. They didn't produce income. They weren't really investments. Oh, they're not investments? He just bought lots for no reason? Interesting. So uh, Democratic Senate prospects are not extraordinarily good at this point. Like, I, I think that, that there is at least a 50% shot that the Republicans surprise all of the pollsters and end up taking the Senate. That, that would not be... I think the greatest shock in the world at this point. Alrighty, guys, the rest of the show is continuing. Now you're not going to want to miss it. You're going to get to Tim Ryan, the Democratic Senate candidate in Ohio, saying that it's time to kill the extremist MAGA movement. Plus, the Biden administration continues to say that the border is under control. If you're not a member, click the link in the description and join us. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, 
Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving.